Hello, I'm Emma Louise Clark. And I'm Verity Louise Newman. And, and you're listening to The Shock List. Yes, the celebrity shockery, shockery shock fest is coming once again from Shock Towers. Um, just to recap on the end of last week, which in which you introduced me to uh, the game which I didn't know about. Yeah. Where's Neil? Hashtag stri- Where's Neil? The Strictly game. The Strictly game. Mm-hmm. This went down very well. Lots of people then were playing Where's Neil. Did you play it? I did. For those people who don't... Who didn't listen to the first uh, episode of the podcast? Why didn't you? Uh, we did a story uh, called "Where's Neil," which is basically Neil, the flame-haired dancer from Strictly, always tries to get himself front and center in the post-dance chat. Um, so he's always always tries to be on screen. Uh, so this week <laughs> he was literally between Claudia and Bobby's heads. Right. Grinning, right. grinning. And did he muscle his way in there or just appeared? He appeared. Right. So I don't know whether this this must have been a prearranged thing that he did. He got himself in there because he rather fell foul during Leighton. Harmon, he was blocked in by Harmon. <laughs> he could, you could see him trying. Elbowed out. You could see him trying to get in, but he was blocked in by Harmon. Oh, poor Neil. Of course, we had to say goodbye to Angela. Oh, Aww. poor Ange. Angela Rippon, we should say, because of course there's two Angelas. Oh, of course. Yeah. Well, so Angela, Angela, Angela with the leg, we said goodbye to. <laughs> I'll miss that leg, Verity. The leg. <gasps> can you do that? No. Can you get your leg that high? No. Who can do that? Nobody can do Nobody it. Nobody can do Only that. Only Angela can do Angela it. Angela can do it. Kai can't do it. I bet Neil can do it. Oh, I bet Neil can do it. <laughs> Don't encourage him. That's how he'll be getting front and centre in Where's Neil what, next he'll week. He'll be doing Angela's leg. He'll be doing. <laughs> So this week, yes, look forward to seeing where Neil pops up. This week. Do give it a go. And if you want to do it as a drinking game, you will be very drunk by the end of it. Because he is everywhere. God bless him. God bless Neil. Hooray. Hooray for Neil. I tell you what, have a look at his arms. Right, what about his arms? He's got some very interesting tattoos and I'm not saying anything else. The shark list. What have you been watching this week, well, Emma Louise? It's very exciting, Verity. So you know that old saying, if you remember the 90s, you're old. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Ain't that the truth? I don't remember the 90s. Yes, you do. No. Yes, you do, because you spent most of the 90s drinking too much white wine, wearing Malhareshi pants with me in yep. dives all over West London. So you do remember them, no, Verity. No, I can't remember them. Well, oh, no, no, I did oh, it, no, but fine. no, I can't remember Fair them. Fair dues, no, okay. me neither, really. So... Okay, the 90s, go on. Well, we've been plunged, plunged back into the 90s this week, Verity, because last Friday, Series 6 of The Crown (gasps) dropped. Okay, tell me about The Crown because I have not seen one frame of The Crown. Oh, okay. So The Crown, basically, is a Netflix drama which follows the... is a fictional uh, account that follows the fortunes of the royal family. Our royal family? Our royal family. From the late 1940s right up now to 1997. Oh, crikey. Is that year ringing a bell? It's ringing a bell. Mm -hmm. Me too. We've got to the point, and there's a spoiler alert, Princess Diana dies. I knew that was going to happen. Oh, my God. Did you? Mm. Okay, so she dies. The nation is up in arms. Mm. Literally... People are shocked mm. at what the crown have done. Wait, sh- oh, why? Ah, 
No, they're not shocked at the death. They're shocked at what the Crown have done because what the Crown have done, and this has earned the Crown one-star reviews in The Guardian, (gasps) right? The Crown have scenes where she appears to various members of the royal family as a ghost. (laughs) As a goddamn ghost. Princess Diana... It's a ghost. It's a ghost. Okay. So, 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 picture the scene. Okay, go on, I'm picturing. Uh, Prince Charles goes off with Diana's sisters to Paris to collect her body. It's very, very sad. I remember it. I remember yeah, it, it happened. Happening. That I happened, it. yeah, yeah. Um, and on the plane on the way back, she pops up in the seat opposite. Oh, that's just weird. I know, it's really weird. And she's, you know, she's, they have a little conversation about him being handsome and how, how it's all going to be better without her. What? Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Then she appears to the Queen. What? I know, you can see Imelda Staunton trying to keep a straight face. No. a ridiculous plot line. Poor Imelda Staunton. And she tells her she should learn lessons from the from the mood of the people who were crying. Do you remember? They were cross and crying because oh, well, I, died. I won't ever forget. But listen, here's the thing about this. I genuinely don't understand what all the fuss is about. As you know, I'm a long-term um, fan of Princess Diana. Loved yep. her throughout yep. her life. Have loved her throughout her death. Yeah. Now, you would be amazed at the amount of times that Princess Diana has spoken since she died via a medium. You would be amazed. It, literally all the time. So hang on a minute. We're yep. saying that Princess Diana as a ghost is a thing. Yeah, it's a genuine thing. So oh. she talks to mediums all the time. She, she's chattier. In death than she ever was alive. Well, she wasn't allowed to speak in Well, she life. wasn't. No. Now she's dead. Stymied. She can do whatever she Chat likes. Chat away. Chat away. Mm. I'll, give you some, I'll give you some examples. Go on. She talks to um, Australia's psychic twins, actual twins who are psychics, uh-huh. uh, Terry and Linda Jameson, both ladies, but Lady Terry. She talks to them quite a lot. Yeah. She said to them over the years that she forgives Camilla, quote, I have no hard feelings towards you. Now that... It's not a long quote. Now that's lovely. <laughs> she also they she also revealed to the twins that when Harry and Meghan got married, mm. that um, she would appear at the wedding. She'd be there, what? some sort of winged form, like a butterfly or something like that. Right. Now, right, okay. Now you you're looking at me as if I'm mad, and the psychic twins are making it up. No. But mm. do you remember at the wedding? And you can Google this. You can YouTube this. Mm. Right. Mm. There was a point at that wedding mm. where Megan was sitting there looking beautiful mm. and a fly landed on her face and then wouldn't go away. That is a true fact. I'm not making that up. That is an absolute true fact. And that, and that winged fly. That winged fly. That was Diana. Crikey. Of course, Diana was famous when alive for consulting psychics. She had a psychic she called... She did. She did. She had Simone she Simmons did. was her psychic. And Absolutely. Simone was, you know... Always, always, always very tight-lipped. You know, I said, I will never speak about the princess. Yeah, that was when she was alive. Now she's dead and they chat. She's quite happy for... Oh, right, okay. She okay. gives chatty, interviews all chatty, over town talking about chatty, the princess. Chatty, chatty. Diana has told her that she loves her grandchildren. Oh. She's a big fan of Kate. Not quite so sure about Meghan. Why? I don't know. She doesn't elaborate. Those comments, you know, they're quite asinine, I suppose. But then... In 2016, mm-hmm. Simone Simmons mm-hmm. gave us a doozy straight from Diana in heaven. Yeah. Diana would have voted for Brexit.
Right. Diana. Yeah. Was a Brexiteer. Was a Brexiteer. This is a quote. I know a lot of people aren't going to like it, Hazard Simmons. But she said, we've got to vote for Brexit. Britain was great economically and production-wise before we joined the EU. She was interested in the referendum and suggested I vote to leave because Britain was really, really great before the EU. That is a quote from Simmons that has come directly from Diana in heaven. Okay. Wow. I had no idea that Princess Diana was so into economic history of this country. European politics. Clearly the the ghost thing in Netflix has has struck a chord and has really shocked people. Um, but like I say, don't be shocked because she's still she's still around, she still chats. Yeah. She she's she's you know She's still with us. She's still with us in many ways and she she comments politically. I'd be very interested to know what she thinks um, about the, the tax cuts and the COVID inquiry. The shock list. I'll tell you what, Emma Louise. What, Verity Louise? It turns out that no celebrity worth their salt can get through this year without having some sort of documentary made about them. Oh, my God. It makes them much more important, you oh see. Oh, my God. And much more, uh, you know, gives them gravitas. Yep. And it gives them weight. Yep. The one that I watched this week was Louis Theroux's. Louis Throoks. Louis Throoks. Louis Throoks. Interviewing Pete Doherty, who was the singer and was kind of the poster boy for the Libertines and for Baby Shambles. I think that the music is undeniable. I think that the talent is undeniable. But at the time, I remembered thinking, I'm not terribly impressed with them because they clearly like the drugs. And I just, you know, it's not, I don't care. I mean, people can do what they want, but it's really not my bag, all of that. I didn't think it was big and I didn't think it was clever. I agree. So listen... Tell me, because I am assuming that this documentary is is sort of quite outrageous and shocking. Pete Doc's Doc. Well, Pete it Doc, was yeah. shocking, and yeah. I'll tell you why it was Come shocking, on. because it was an hour watching a man who is clearly, and by his own admission, very unwell. So... He is clean. He is sober, apart from all the drinking. And um, so he doesn't do the heroin, but he does do the drinking. Okay. And he drinks uh, rum from a bottle. Okay. Like a pirate, because that's romantic. And that's sort of what he likes. He's a romantic. And that's fine. Except when he swigs from this bottle, he is gripped with pain. And Louis Thoreau is saying, you all right, mate? You all right? You all right, mate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What happened? Did it just go down the wrong way? Yeah. It didn't just go down the wrong way. He is clearly in pain with alcohol. I mean, it was really difficult to watch. I watched one bit of this documentary um, and I watched the bit where he talked about Kate Moss because as far as I'm concerned, there is Kate Moss mm. and then nobody else really matters. Yeah, she's she's at the centre. She's at the epicentre of all celebrity. Of all celebrity. Of all it celebrity. all roads lead to Kate yeah. Moss. Yeah. So there's Mossy. There's Mossy. Kate so, from Croydon. As we know, Pete... Mm. Went out with Kate from Croydon mm. for quite a long time, mm. actually. A couple of years, couple I think. A couple of weeks. A couple, yeah. <laughs> couple of hours. He went out. Between fixes, he went out with Kate Moss. And um, he talks about her a bit. But he's got some Kate Moss memorabilia. He does. So I have always laboured under the illusion that Kate Moss is terribly beautiful, mm. photographs and dresses very well. Impeccably. But possibly isn't all that bright. 
And so it transpires. Mm. For he has a suitcase that is Kate Moss's suitcase. Kate Moss doesn't want anybody to touch this suitcase. Mm. So it says, Kate Moss, keep out. Mm -hmm. The problem is, Mm. she's stuck that Mm. sign inside the suitcase. See, I thought that that was some sort of amazing paradoxical joke. Oh, it but, might be. But maybe oh, she was just really thick. That never occurred to me that it's a joke. <laughs> yeah, and then he was really mean about her voice. Oh, he was really mean about her voice. What a bitch. Who, him. Pete? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Pete off Pete Doc's Doc. Diet Coke, please. What a cow. What a Why cow. Why do that? I bet she doesn't do impersonations of him. I bet she does. I bet she does. <laughs> So the other person, of course, who had a doc was Robbie Williams. Now, I don't want to talk about Robbie Williams because <laughs> everyone's talked about Robbie Williams. So it's, bored of Robbie Williams. It's three weeks old. It's 285 minutes of him in his pants yeah. goggle boxing himself. Yeah. David Beckham is the other one. And that was a four part mm. romp through the life and career of young David Beckham. Four parts. I wouldn't uh, say that was a romp. I'd say that was stretching. No, it was a leisurely. It was a leisurely strong. It was a leisurely strong. Forensic flipping, picking up was... every stone and then not quite looking under it. <laughs> oh wow! To be honest, that's interesting that you mentioned that mm. because in the final episode he addresses, I think for the first time, the affair rumours. Mm. Fisher Stevens, who directed the documentary, who is also Hugo from Succession, mm. interestingly mm. enough. Uh, he asked a very, I thought, very generic question about the tabloids uh, accused you of multiple affairs. Mm. Now, we all know the only one that stuck Mm. in terms of a story that progressed anywhere was Rebecca Luz. He never mentions her by name, Mm. but he talks about that time, as does Victoria. Mm. How do you think you guys survived that? Um, I don't know. Um, I don't know how we got through it, in all honesty. Victoria's everything to me. To see her hurt was incredibly difficult. Come on, hey, let's go, please. But... We're fighters, and at that time we needed we needed to fight for each other. We needed to fight for our family. And what we had was worth fighting for. Everybody has turned around and said, "Oh my God, Beckham finally, finally addressing those rumours." He's addressed nothing of the kind. He doesn't deny it, does it? He doesn't deny that affair. Open the door to Rebecca Luce to have her say again as well. Which I always find massively entertaining. Oh, she's fabulous. I know, I love her. She's fabulous. <laughs> Whether she is talking about David Beckham or... Wanking off a pig. I was going to say aiding a pig. <laughs> I really couldn't care less about Beckham's. Although, although... What? This week, yes. did you see the pictures of his head? Oh! <gasps> right, so picture one, which I think was on his Instagram... He looks like he's been scalped badly, like with a knife and fork. Ooh. Not not the designer kind of crew cut that he used to have. Yeah, yeah. It looked sorry. It looked bad. It Ooh. looked patchy. It looked like he might be losing his hair. What? I know, right? Two days later, yeah. like a kind of buzz cut 
like Action Man, like much more hair, luxurious barnet, fulsome, muchos hair. <gasps> what is going on? What is going on? Could it be a hair transplant? Oh, perhaps. Could it be a wig? All I'm saying about David Beckham, you look fab, David. You look fab. You look nothing like David Beckham. Now, that's interesting because also the Daily Mail this mm. week had mm. something about what's happened to his eyebrows. His eyebrows mm. are higher are they? than they were. Are they? Yeah, they're higher mm. and they're in a sort of a, a much straighter light. Now, I'm not saying he's had Botox. He looks surprised is all I'm saying. I mean, that he's getting away with it thus far. I'd be surprised as well. The shock list. I'm a big fan of This Morning. Are you a big fan of This Morning? I don't get a lot of time to watch This Morning anymore, I have to say. Okay. But what happened this week? Who was against? Sir Cliff. Sir Cliff? Sir Cliff Richard. Goodness me, was he on there flogging his calendar? Uh, no, because he doesn't do the calendar anymore. Um, so what was he on This Morning so about? He, so Cliff Richard appeared on This Morning mm. to talk about his um, back catalogue. Right. And... Uh, was talking about all the people he'd met, yep. what a glorious career he'd had. Yep. And then he started talking about meeting the king of rock and roll himself, yeah. Elvis Presley. Right. And wow. got himself... He made a comment that, you know, I'm not the most woke of people, but even I thought was pretty offensive. <laughs> Let's have a listen. It's, it's wonderful. I love it. Did like you that. ever meet Elvis? Oh, no, I did not. I had one chance through a, a, a journalist when I was promoting Devil Woman in the States. Yeah. He said, oh, well, I, I know Elvis, because he knew that I was influenced. And I said, he said, would you want to meet him? I said, yeah. At the end of the interview, though, I said, can we put it off? Because he he put on a lot of weight. Oh, right. And I thought, if I'm having a photograph taken with him and it's going to be hanging on my refrigerator, it, he's got to look good. And I put it off, and of course, then he died. Oh, should so never put it off just I because should, they're a little bit heavier. No. If anybody has got, if you're a fan of somebody's, you should, if you get the chance to meet them, Take it. meet them, even if they've put on weight. <laughs> Is that why you don't want me at your house, anyone? <laughs> Not very Christian, Sir Cliff, to go on about Elvis, to fat shame Elvis. <laughs> and Alison Hammond, I thought, was. Um, just brilliant. I thought she was in brilliant. Good on her. Skillful handling. Yeah, she took him down really oh, quickly. Yeah, but moved on. Yeah. And was elegant enough to move on. But I don't think he knows what he's done wrong. In all the time that we've been doing stuff about sort of celebrity shocks, and it's a lot, it's more than a decade, mm. he has never once appeared on one of our lists. That's how boring he is. Emma Legal. Watson has appeared on one of our lists, and mm. Sir Cliff Richard hasn't. But Legal are all over us. That's true. <laughs> the shock list. What was this little video that you saw? Was it an Insta video that you saw <gasps> that starred Amanda Holden? Oh, my goodness. So Amanda Holden has a show on Heart FM. She has a morning show on Heart FM. Uh-huh. And sometimes when she does the morning show, yeah. she will, at the end of the show, or when they're playing a record or whatever, do little Insta videos that she'll then pop up onto her Insta feed. Clever. Yeah, but it's not stuff that is happening within the show. It's, it's stuff she's extras. doing. It's extras that mm. she's doing independently. So it's not, she's not putting this out live. No. So Amanda Holden decided to do a video because she, was, um, she wanted to show us how to do day-to-night dressing. 
So oh, she okay. was wearing a slip dress with yeah. a with a jumper over the top. The jumper was Michael Kors. She mentioned that more than once. Clever girl. Clever girl. So mm. presumably she's getting free stuff from Michael Kors. <laughs> so she explained how it worked. Beautiful roll neck. It was orange. Yeah. She took it off to yeah. reveal the slip dress underneath. Clever. Yeah. 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 Released a boob. No. Released a boob. <gasps> Released a boob. Now, I have several things to say about this. Go on. The first thing is, is that she accidentally re- released a boob. It was an accident. Right. And I want to make that very clear. It was a total She didn't accident. mean to show the boobie. She didn't mean to show the boobie. Okay. I don't know why, in the light of that, why she didn't just re-record the video without the boob. But she did it. It was an accident. <laughs> it was a boob. It was a boob of a boob, yeah. Yeah. And the second thing I would say about it mm. is that Amanda Holden is a woman of 52, Mm. wasn't wearing a bra. How do you go to a place of business? It's a place of business Mm -hmm. without a bra on. (laughs) If I didn't wear a bra, I'd be playing keepy-uppy with my nipples. Amanda Holden... That's amazing. Amazing. To I, not have to wear a bra at the age of 52. Honestly, I stand up and applaud I do. her boobies. I do. Well done. How pert they are. Well done, Mandy. Well done. Amazing. The shark list. Right, okay. Now, I have been watching The Jungle. Oh, I love The Jungle. I couldn't help it. I didn't want to. No. But I came back and watched it no again. Because no I do to. love The Jungle. Lots of people aren't watching it. Are they not? Viewing figures are down. Oh, are they? Mm. Now, this might be because lots of people are boycotting it because there's a certain person on it that's very divisive of opinion. But I just think that Sam from Made in Chelsea shouldn't put you off. (laughs) (laughs) I like him. Anyway, Nigel Farage, he's in there and he seems really shocked that politics, as he put it, had reared its head as though that might not happen. And lo and behold, of course, someone wants to talk about it. And the someone is that Fred off first dates. French Fred. French fit Fred. Very fit. I know, right? Very fit. Anyway, who knew? The Frenchman was not afraid to go there. Of course, everybody else runs for cover the minute it's mentioned. Because, honestly, you can watch the celebrities going, la, 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 I might get cancelled, la, 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 I'm not going to say anything, la, 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 I don't want any controversy, oh, no, I don't want anyone to hate me. But Fred said to Nigel Farage, what you did was shameful. (gasps) That's amazing. I was shocked that he was ready to go there and use that word. I completely agreed. Nigel did not agree. What's interesting about this is that Nigel Farage sounds a bit world-weary about the whole thing. He sounds like he's a bit over it all. Well, of course, because the minute it was over, his job was done. And he applied for his German passport. (laughs) Um, And wakes up very happy every morning that the UK is independent and stands on its own two feet. Tell me something. Mm. This contretemps, now that's a French word. Did that come before or after Nigel showed his bum in the jungle in the shower? <laughs> before he went and had a wash. Before he went and had a wash and showed his bum. Um, I, it came after he'd had a wash. I was so shocked. You'll never guess what. Nigel what? Farage has got a bum. <gasps> Not as... Oh, my God, that's Which amazing. Is, you know, because they do say, don't they, that opinions are like arseholes. And it turns out Nigel Farage has both. 
he's absolutely gutted that he's not being voted to do trials because he's worked out that if you do trials, you get 25% of the airtime. Well, you know what we should do then? What? Not talk about him. Not talk about him. I think he's doing really well. I think... Actually, I have to say that the bits I've watched, I've been rather a fan of Farage. I think he's got a dry sense of humour. I think he's playing the game. I think he's having a laugh. Um, And I might vote for him. And I'll tell you who else is going to vote for him. Princess Diana from heaven. Because as we know, big fan of Brexit. The shock list. The Daily Mail has reported several times this week Mm. that Meghan and Harry Mm. might go to Balmoral for Christmas. They haven't yet been invited, but that doesn't mean they won't. (laughs) Okay. I mean, it is, it's a long way to go Mm. for a pigs in blanket and a row with your brother and his wife, isn't it? I don't know. If I was Meghan and Harry, I might go, because you know what? What? It's what Diana would have wanted. The shock list. Thank you so much, everybody who listened to this episode of The Shocklist. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Shall we thank the people who help us make this? Yes, let's do that. Let's thank Chris for recording and editing. Let's thank Poshdom for vibes. And let's thank our WhatsApp group called Not Courtney for suggesting the stories. And that's Miranda and Emma and Tom and also Jim, who does all our social media. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.